Welcome to Couch Co-op, episode 109. I'm Ian, joined with Dave. Yay! Aaron. Yay! And Jared. It's me again. And, hey, hey, I got... It's a me, uh, Jared. It's a me, Jared. I have everyone back. Everyone's here. It's like been like, what, yeah. three shorties? This is the... Uh, Two, I thought. No, I think it's been super three. Christmas. Well, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It's been three weeks. Well, you didn't want to take me up on the uh, VR experience. Uh, yeah, well, you... I can't... Yeah. It's, uh, a, long, it's a long story. Yeah. I couldn't make it. That's for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. Um, anyway, uh, <coughs> but we're all back. How's everyone doing? Everyone good? Yeah, I think we're, great. we're all in so the middle of uh, colds to some degree. Yeah. The sound of it. yeah, I'm at the end of my cold. I don't want a cold, guys. I'm in the tailwind of it. it. I don't I'll, need I'll it. make As sure when, I, when I have to cough, I turn towards you. Towards me? Yeah. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try not to get it on your mic. <laughs> well, just don't, uh, you know, get it in my Coke, I guess. Anyway, uh, my my fat white line of Coke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> don't blow it away. Anyway, uh <laughs> This is our special uh, 2017 uh, favorite best game of the year review look back show. Yep. These are generally the shows that we get a lot of hits on. It's no surprise because people like other people's opinions on things. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to go back and uh, give you our top five favorites. And then we're going to crown our game of the year and then i have some questions to kind of wrap up what we thought of 2017 i also asked uh asked axed asked a bunch of people on the face places what their favorite games of 2017 were and i will insert those while we talk about certain games but uh speaking of facebook you can reach us on facebook and twitter at couch coop shows couch co-op shows without the hyphen is couch coop shows and uh yeah Reach us uh, there, and you can give us your opinions of what you thought of our list once we post this video, once you hear it. Yeah. So, uh, tell who, us we're crazy. Who, 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 who wants to kick it off? Well, let let's start with a little background on this list. Uh, oh yeah, how are we how are we choosing our our games? Well, hey, a the first ground rule was the game had to be released in 2017. Correct. Which instantly ruled out quite a few games for some of us around this table. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the second was it had to be a list of at least five games, <laughs> which for some of us around this table have only played five games <laughs> released in So it is, it is difficult for some of us, yep. I understand. Yes. So, uh, and I think those were the only criteria. Those were only the main criteria. I did put the extra criteria on myself that I had to have beaten the games. So it didn't necessarily have to be part of your guys' criteria, but it was something that I... So let's just take a step back. How many games have you played this year that were released this year, do you think? Oh, I played, I, I did, I posted this on Facebook, but, uh, I, uh, I played 19 games released this year and I beat 13 and three of them I platinumed. Dang. That's a pretty good score. Yeah, and Jared's pretty close too. He had a pretty decent list. I don't remember. Yeah, had a pretty good list. I yeah. didn't count them, but uh, I always forget you've got the Switch contingent. Yeah, I have Switch games that I played, and uh, yeah, a lot of games that I've played were released on Switch this year, but were released on other platforms years before. Uh, are you counting those? I'm not. Okay, just checking. Some people do. Some people, you know. Yeah, because I know a game can be released on the PC in 2016 and then come to the consoles 2017. Well, I had the option to play them on PS4, but I did not. And then some people, you know, some people say it's okay for DLC. Some, you know, it's up, you know, some like I know that like the the XCOM 2 DLC that came out was a lot on uh, on a lot of lists for 2017. I was checking out the sales and I never did find a sale with it on, but But, uh, maybe I missed it. So pretty simple rules. And, uh, yeah, who wants to go? Who wants to kick it off? Number well, five. Well, I'll, I'll kick it off by saying I only have five games that I played this year that were released in 2017. And I, uh, I haven't beaten all of these games. And I, I've, I've, some of them I haven't actually played as much as I'd like. So uh, number five on my list was Star Trek Bridge Crew. Which now you can play without the VR headset. <laughs> they gave up on that really quick, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was an interesting choice. But it's it's really cool. Uh, it's very immersive. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a huge Star Trek fan. What what made you want to get it? I know you're kind of a big Star Trek geek. I've always I've always enjoyed Star Trek, and I'm currently working my way through Deep, Deep Space Nine. I'm about halfway through, three or four seasons in. 
um again i've seen it before and i've seen voyager and all the rest of it and i just thought it'd be cool to see how they translated being on the bridge of the enterprise to uh and vr vr is really the kind of thing that would sell it and and the fact i figured it wouldn't make me too nauseous because you actually sat on the bridge most of the time right and how and how is the transition it, it's good. I the the freakiest thing actually though was I made my character a female the first time, and I had to change it back to a male because you'd be sat there in the chair and every time you look down you got these yeah you, you know <laughs> female it's kind of it's kind of weird <laughs> it it kind of it blew the immersiveness of the game in some respects. Do they refer to you in that that pronoun too? Like or no? Do you not notice that? No, I haven't played it. I haven't really got into the meat and potatoes of the game because i only got it before christmas and unfortunately i've been pretty busy yeah so but what i've played so far i really like i want to get together with uh jason and maybe now it's not vr a couple of other people and we can it was down pretty cheap like 25 on the sale i was like mm, yeah. yeah i paid 25 for a target on sale on disc so maybe someday I'll, I'll check it out it it just seems like a series that i'd have to know more about to enjoy the game I, I've yeah. watched lots and lots of Star Trek, but it's been a decade or more since I watched, actually sat down and watched Star Trek. I don't Trek. think you really have to know Star no, Trek. No, not just like, really. It's it's like, kind of its own self Because like he's thing. in charge of like, oh, well, no. He's you work as a bridge crew, so one of you is like the engineer, one of you is the captain, one of you is the you know, navigator. To strip it down, it's that game, that indie game that you guys all like. The Dangerous Lovers Space Time. Uh, it's basically that. Yeah, it's basically a 3D version of that. You know, someone controls the guns. Someone gives all the orders. Someone drives. Yeah. Someone operates the shields. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So it's pretty. Yeah. That's gotcha. a good. That's a good way of describing it. And I was going to put that game on my <laughs> list, and then I looked when it was released, and uh, I'm like, yeah. wow, that was quite a while ago. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Aaron, what do you have? Well, first game of 2015 is. No, actually. <laughs> Actually, number five for me was Mass uh, Mass Effect Andromeda for that came out earlier this year, I believe, like March. You, it, uh, I'm not sure on the date, but yes, that means you only played five games this year. No, I played a few more, but the thing was, the ones I wanted to put on here were like late quarter last year, like last uh, quarter. But I gotcha. I probably would have let it slide if it was a December release. Yeah, it was the one was the one I wanted to keep on here was way higher up on my list than all my other ones. But it was Just like December second. Real quick. So what, what was game it? Of Last Guardian. Okay, but yeah, continue a Mass Effect. Yeah. Well, the thing was, I was probably would have put Andromeda higher up on my list, but the problem was, the game. Yeah. I mean, I got my money worth. I paid the release date of sixty, but. Did you have your dis the disappearing save problem that Ian had? No, I actually did not. For somehow, I think. I haven't met anyone who's had it. I just not me. <laughs> yeah. But what did you like about the game? I just liked it. This was, is a positive show. It, <laughs> it, it's the story. The story was I thought was really good. I mean, sure, it had its kinks and faults, but as you got through it, the more you really enjoyed it. And I felt like some of the fighting mechanics were pretty well uh, put together, but some parts yeah. were a little clunky. The as game well. was fun to play. Yeah, all in all, I enjoyed my time on it. It no. definitely was like the forty-hour thing. Hey, I was enjoying that game. I was like, I was all ready to like give it a good like. Hey, this is a pretty pretty great game. And then it crashed. And then it destroyed my save files. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I can see how that would be super frustrating. So like I don't think I'd be able. Eighteen to go hours back in, to I gotta go back like eight hours, and yeah. it's like, yeah. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Also, I mean, I had a it lot is. of fun. It was great. I really liked it. Very, the, very those much. moments on the ship where you're just talking to your crew, those were always my favorite in the rest of the series as well. And they did a really good job on Andromeda for that. You just yeah. like the sexy time. Yeah, that was... Uh, I don't know. The the one scene I got in that game wasn't that great. 20-some yeah. 20 20 hours in, and I still hadn't gotten any sex yet in Andromeda, surprisingly. Wow. <laughs> I don't remember how I even had it happen, because it felt like I didn't do anything. And all of a sudden, I'm being told to go back to my captain's quarters, and all of a sudden... Yeah. All right, Jared. You knelt down and took it in. You yeah. Yeah. Sorry. What's your number four, yeah. five, Jared? My number five Actually, is Destiny 2. Sorry, that was the priest. The Destiny. The, de <laughs> the Destiny. The only guy in the table who played Destiny this year. Yes. I, I thought it deserved yep. a rank on my list because I really did enjoy the time I have had with it. I haven't played it in about a month. That That's because I've been working on other games. Is that because you didn't buy the DLC as well? I have the DLC. 
Oh, you're, you're up to date on it, so you can actually yeah. do all the it's missions. It's the Switch, that's why he hasn't. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think because a lot of people aren't really playing it, too. I mean. Well, yeah, nobody on my list has been playing it either that ha- I had been playing it with. It's been kind of a drop off. But no, I mean, it's it's made a few lists. I've, I've Other podcasts I've listened to, so it's not well, the only one. I, I guess I can't say nobody's been playing it. I, I, I haven't been checking because I've been playing <laughs> on my Switch at nighttime on, so, we, on weekdays. Yeah. So what made it rank for you? Yeah, number five. Number why? Why, 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 why? Well, because uh, I played other games I enjoyed better. No, but I mean, like, why did you put it on your list? I mean, it's like, what's so good about yeah, it? Yeah, you played right? more than five games. It's not like me where you put it on your list because you played it. Well, again, it it feels like Destiny. I mean, it's just what they everybody thinks they should have done is just keep releasing expansions, and this is more Destiny. So, so that's what I like about it. There wasn't an improvement you thought that was noticeable? Uh, not in gameplay, but the story was much much better cool i'll give it that but uh it had its kinks and whatever but the story was solid i think my problem with that game and why i didn't buy it is i just got destinied out on the first one and i think that happened to a lot of people when when it gets cheaper like just the vanilla destiny 2 i would recommend just buying it if you just want to play a quick game go through the story and call it quits or wait until they do the Taken King version of it where they have all the updates. Yeah, but even yeah. then, because if you buy Destiny 2, it doesn't mean you have to sit there and play it for a stupid amount of hours. You, know you can enjoy the story and get your money's worth. You want to know something weird, though? I was having this talk with Bill, and uh, he doesn't, he, he's okay on Destiny 2, but he's been, he was playing it with Caitlin, his wife, and that he went back and started playing Destiny 1 again. It's just so what? random. It's like, huh? Weird. How yeah. is it? And anyway, he thinks Destiny 1's way better, so he'd rather play that. It's interesting to me. Dang. I could, I could see that in some respects because it's like Destiny 1. I think we've all played it to death, and there's something kind of comforting about all these levels that you know like the back of your hand. Well, see, yeah. stuff. my explanation, nice. or what I was trying to explain to him, was that Destiny 1 hit at a time where it was like brand new for the PS4, and we did we needed a game, and it was a game we were all playing and sharing a, a very special thing for a hot minute, you know, it was like this thing. Yeah. And then I think now it's just you're just kind of chasing the dragon at this point, you know. Yeah. Well, also, I think it was like we all we'd only all just bought PlayStation 4s, right. and it was the only game we had really. <laughs> so it's yeah. like most of us maybe had one or two games. So. But uh, Destiny 2, number five. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, my number five, I'm going to go with uh, Battle Chasers Night War. This is a JRPG uh, based on a comic book property. And uh, I was, is, this was part of my uh, trying to play games I don't usually play. So I yeah. thought a, a, a JRPG would be, I don't usually play those. But it was a comic book property that I was familiar with. So I thought it would be an easy entry for me. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I spent 50 hours on this game. Uh and I really liked it, and I thought it was well put together. And So um, do you think your enjoyment came from knowing about the property? I do think so. I do, yeah. but I did really enjoy the battle system uh, but and the kind of uh, dungeon crawling and attacking things. So it, it's opened me up to like considering trying other ones, um, whether I will ever try Persona 5 or something like that. Who knows? But... Uh, that sounds like quite <laughs> quite the undertaking. Quite the undertaking. But uh, I did really like the game. I think the production was really, really, really well done, and um, that's my number five. Mm. I was Good gonna tr- I was gonna cheat and pair it and make it a comic book. My number five is a comic book uh, thing, and I was gonna add a different game in there too. But I'm gonna play it straight, behave. And I'm not gonna cheat, so I'll I'll add this other game as my honorable mention later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so number four, Dave. Okay. Uh, my number four is South Park, uh, Fractured Butthole. Yeah. And it, did it fracture your butthole? It was it was good, and I really enjoyed it. And the fighting mechanic, uh, actually, like like you're saying, I really enjoyed the fighting mechanic in the game. That, and there were some good moments in the story. It just wasn't as wild as the first one. Yeah. But it was a good solid game. It's ca- it's kind of, it's kind of like Destiny and Destiny Two. It's more of the same you know so it's still a very good game in its own right but it's not i was uh, just something missing about it compared to the first one i was listening to the game informers podcast i know jared listens to it they were talking about that perhaps i guess some of the story that was in was going to be in that game was taken out and used for episodes in this past season of south park 
Ah, what? Which was I thought was interesting. So, cool. so I, I can see that because there was a lot of social justice warrior kind of. Yeah. Like but then they were also saying it. that it's a more focused story because of it. Like the first one kind of goes everywhere, and this one has more of a focused story. So they liked it because it was more focused than the first. Uh, I wouldn't say the story. I, I wouldn't mm. say I noticed any focus <laughs> yeah. compared to the first one. It was kind of typical South Park, a little bit all over the place, and mm. then yeah, that was kind of the nice. final battle. You're kind of like, okay. <laughs> well, the first, and I thought that was the same way with stick stick of truth. Was kind of like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah the stick of truth was more, but the stick of truth like, what is this? kind of washed over you in some respects. It was like. You know, the little Nazi gnomes and all the rest of it. There were things that were funny in of themselves as opposed to, like, part of a larger story necessarily. And this one just didn't have that kind of wackiness that the first one did. Well, that's, at least in the early days, I haven't watched South Park for a long time, but in the early days you watched South Park because, what the fuck, you didn't, you had no idea what was going to happen. It yeah, does. yeah, that was part, that's part of it. Yeah, so that was South Park. So if, uh, you know... It's, it's I don't remember were there any aliens in this one. Mm, well, apparently there was a house that I never got a chance to go into, but it had like all the like things saying it's aliens there, but they're not. It's like Earth and like little flag yeah. says Earth. You didn't get to go in there, but well, that's that's the thing. It's like the first one they had were there. aliens in it, and the second one didn't. And it's kind of like I don't know why. I always feel feel there should be aliens in South Park. There should be. Um, but the anyway, aliens. it was a good solid game and the fighting mechanic system I really enjoyed actually and I, I liked, I'm not usually one for fiddling around with the settings and trying the different attacks and combos and stuff but I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that one. Cool. Kind of simple enough to be, you could grasp it but complicated enough that there was a bit of meat there and there was no farting mechanic. Yeah, that's that, good. That was nice. Oh, don't well, learn. there was farting, but it no. wasn't it, like it was r- irrelevant. No, no really. sneaky squeaker <laughs> bullshit. No. Oh, yeah. no, I was waiting for that bit, like half half, <laughs> half of the game. I'm like, okay, when's the when's it going to do the stupid tutorial? It's going to take me an hour to do. But but the tutorial on that though, it didn't really even take long. It was just like one try. Okay, that's it. It was nice. Anyway, as I've said before, great solid game. You should buy it. And especially as you get the second, uh, the first one free with it. So, all right, Aaron, number four. Well, for my number four, the, the mobile list actually kind of invaded here for a second. So I put up Fire Emblem Heroes for the mobile. Oh, yeah, cool. it was actually a really fun game. It's like a turn-based JRPG, and it was free, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could buy stuff, but you didn't have to buy anything in it. Did you? No, it's it was. Pretty popular game though. Yeah, didn't I think it won Game of the Year in the mobile category if I remember right? For the it's possible I don't remember. I, I don't pay attention to that, Aaron. I know, but <laughs> I thought maybe I thought it was mentioned before. Maybe our listeners will call us out on that. Yeah, probably. But no, it, it was really good actually. I liked it. I mean, Grant, I'm kind of a sucker for those turn-based strategy games, but I felt like it kept me going long enough to actually play and beat it. The graphics were nice. It. How it, long did it take you to beat? Uh, well, it's it, 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 I'd say at least a few. Well, I played off and on, just like an hour or two at a time. So it was like about, uh, I'd say total, got eight to ten hours. So not bad. But it did take me a while because you know it's mobile, so you don't you can't really have. If you play at a certain point, your phone will die, so you don't get to finish it right away. Cool. All right, that's good. Jared, what you got? It's number four, right? Yeah, number four yes. for me is Uncharted Lost Legacy. No surprise <laughs> that that's on your list. I've yeah. still not played an Uncharted game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Played yeah. one. I, I know. I wish you guys had at least tried. <laughs> Where does it rate on your... Like, some people are saying it's the best. Some are saying it's decent. It's great. Uh, I, I, it is a great follow-up to Uncharted 4, because Uncharted 4 was really great. Do you so. prefer these characters over the other characters? Some people prefer these characters. Jeez. Well, that may be coming from people that haven't played the original. So I, I had a connection to all the original characters, so I like them more. But these uh, are right there. They're amazing. Chloe and... Uh, do they set up for a sequel, or do you want to see a sequel from this? They, they kind of hint at the end that they're interested in doing other things together. Cool. Spoiler. Yeah, right? that's not really a spoiler. I no, mean, it's every it's not. movie or video right. game at the end now has but the like. 
if if Crazy anything, boy. I would recommend any of you guys try that one because you don't have to know about the characters. You just know that they've all interacted with the Drake family. Yeah, in the I have past. a feeling I'll really enjoy that game series if I ever play it. But for some reason, I've just do you shoot glowy bits in that one? Is there glowy bits shooting? There's no. Okay, maybe no. I'll try it. Wow. I'm not even. Let's shoot the glowy there bits. Weren't, there weren't glowy I bits in Uncharted. And Uncharted too, at the the boss battle, at the final, you shoot the purple glowy bits. Oh yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Uncharted four, I don't remember there being. Well, we a all boss know fight. to shoot the glowy bits. You know? Well, yeah. it's just it comes out of nowhere for that game, though. In my opinion, it's just like yeah. what is going on. In the anyway. But yeah, try try four and Lost Legacy. They're so good. I have both of them. If you want to borrow one of them or both, I'll think about so, it. Do just. Just try it. They're so good. Okay. I do believe that was uh, on Reverend's list. Uh, he, he he. That was one of his. He was. He also played only three games released this year. One I'm gonna give him. I'm be, glad but, I'm not the only one then. But uh, he 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 chose Lost, Lost Legacy as a game he enjoyed this year. Yeah, it was great. I finished yeah. it last week. Cool. Uh, my number four is another kind of indie game uh, by a studio that. We lost this year, or in 2017, and that's uh, Hob by Runic Games, and it's a action adventure game. Basically, it's like a classic Zelda, you know, Adventures of Link game type game style where you collect sword bits and hearts and dungeon crawl and fight things. And uh, I really like the art style, and I think the storytelling was super awesome without having to read or have any dialogue. I just, the visual storytelling was really awesome. And uh, I really enjoyed that game. Uh, took me about it's probably a thirty-hour game. Um, yeah, it's Hob. Nice. I, won't, I, won't, I, I cool. talked about it some other time. Yeah. So good one. But uh, it's a cool game, and I feel bad that that studio uh, went bye-bye. Hob just didn't sell well enough. Well, and then it didn't get marketed at all. I feel like they just, yeah, I feel bad for it. Yeah, sometimes games come out at the wrong time or the wrong. You know. But if you're like 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 Jared, I think Jared would love the game. Uh, if once it gets on, I'll if it goes on sale again game. or something, or, or they release it on the Switch, <laughs> I doubt <laughs> that'll happen because yeah. unless somebody, some other company buys the IP, but, but uh, that's yeah. about it. It's on PC, I think, but um, it's really awesome. I think um, it that one took me by. There's two games that really took me took me by surprise this year, and that's one of them. Um, just like oh, I'll try it just because of, uh, Jeff Kanata on DLC recommended it. And it was cheap on sale, and then I just I busted through it. So anyway, number three, Dave. Yeah, my number three is uh, Farpoint VR. I've not beat it yet, but I just I I love the control system. It's what VR needs. I love I love the fact you look down with the gun, and it's so much fun bringing that thing up to eye level and shooting down the red red eye and just unloading. And I just really enjoy it. And surprisingly enough. I have it in full first person mode without the like right. kind of Staggered. shuttering. Right. And it it does not be nauseous or it takes a long time to I've played for an hour and it's uh, in one sitting and it's been it's been great. Awesome. But I do get vertigo. But that's because I don't I'm afraid I'm kind of a little bit afraid of heights anyway in that game if I go near the edge and I kind of catch myself peeking over and then it it'll knock me nauseous. Yeah, it has <laughs> a lot of edges in that one. Cuz that, that's how great the depth uh, scale is in that game so I'm really looking forward to getting through to the end of it it's just been I only got it for Christmas so it's <laughs> and then what with New Year and uh, other things in life I've, I think I've played I played it two or three days and that's it at least we didn't have to get you through the spidery bits <laughs> yeah I know although to, to tell the truth I let my daughter I, I put the headset on my daughter she's seven and a half and I gave her the gun, and she started the game, and she's doing all right. She's walking down. As soon as that spider, the first spider bit, because they don't jump out at you straight away. They're, like, crawling around the rocks. As soon as she saw the first one, it was like, ah! And the headset just came off, and now she and she won't play that game ever again. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> so she, she she had the same reaction Ian did. <laughs> I made it through. Some soiled Eventually. pants. I, it's just... Did you make it through or did we make it through for you? Because I remember I was playing that spider level. Yeah, but uh, there were still more spiders after that. And then I played the next level and then I'm at, I think I'm at the, like, the kind of final chapter, but I just haven't beaten it yet. Yeah, that's the only problem with VR games is you can't really sit down. 
or I find it very difficult to sit down and play a solid like four hours, six hours straight. And you can't really do that. Like it's like an hour to two hours, and then you're just tired. Yeah, it, your it, eyes are tired. Your your head. And sometimes tired. when you get in, you just don't want to yeah. be stood up or sat down in, like in that position and put the headset on. It just it is quite quite tiring at times. So it's like it's like when I sit down to game, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna bust through something, and it's like, well, I know I can only play about an hour and a half, maybe two hours of this. And then I'm going to be like, oh, I'm not going to want to play video games after that. Yeah, I got yeah, like six hours of video games to play, so I'll just play something else. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing I have. Is it's like if I've got four hours to play video games, I look at it and I'm like, if I play VR, I'll be done after an hour. And that'll, that'll satisfy me for video games. Because my eyes get tired. I just yeah. go, oh, I'm tired. But yeah. still an awesome game. Yeah, Very that, awesome. It's, uh, it's that's on my... What it, well, that's what need... It's also on my honorable mentions list. That's it's what need, VR needed. And I can't wait to play Doom now they the just same need controller. To, they just need to like... The barrier to entry, like making it easier for you to play, I guess, maybe. I don't know if that makes sense, but anyway. Yeah. Farpoint VR. All right. What's your number three, Aaron? Well, it was mentioned earlier as number four for Dave, but it's a South Park fractured butthole for my number three. I I felt like it's because I not only beat that game, but it was like my fastest beat I've ever really had mm. this year. Quick beat to a fast beat. Yeah. Mm. Quick beat to a fast <laughs> I, I I just enjoyed it. it was so you like to beat children? Yeah. What? With other children. Where does that even come from? <laughs> Where do we go from a, a <laughs> masturbation joke to a child abuse thing i don't even know where that came from well, that is kind of what you do all the game yeah <laughs> but you're a child yourself in the game so like you're beating the crap out of other kids but no i i felt like that game got was a little better but dave made some really good points earlier like it just kind of falls at the end it's like what what that's it what happened here but all in all i felt like it was a really 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 good but yeah, so far I'm actually quite surprised at the list because it's nice and evenly split between sequels and like new stuff. Yeah, it's but I'm enjoying it honestly. I enjoyed it. It was one of the faster w- uh, beat beating games I've ever did. So except for those Telltale games, but mm. yeah. All right, uh, uh, how about you, Jared? What's your your third entry? Number three is near Automata. Woo! That's a game I actually want to play. Yeah, yeah me you too. You should. It's, it's worth playing through. You guys you just have to c- let me know and I'll bring it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I will It'll take that one off you once I've beat Farpoint. But uh, go ahead, Jared. The gameplay is, uh, you know, while top tier isn't the best part about the game, I mean, it, it does it does what shift around. It's fun to play, great. fight, kill stuff, and uh, the twin stick shooter aspect to some of it and... Some of it's like uh, just an old school space shooter that goes in vertical lines, you know. But uh, the music is what really tied me to that game because the soundtrack, I always found myself just kind of sitting there and listening to it. Or even after I play a segment, I'll, I'd go onto YouTube and listen to the track. It's kind of, if, if you don't know, it's kind of like uh, Ghost in the Shell's soundtrack. It has that kind of similar. Nice. Ah. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway. You know, it was fantastic. It was so awesome. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will have yeah. more to say about that game. Yeah, that one's on my list of 2017 to play, which means next year when I only <laughs> yeah. have five games, that'll be one of the ones I played this year. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Uh, okay, uh, my number three uh, is uh, this is a really t- this was a really tough choice, guys. This is where it starts. Yep. The, the next two are really tough for me. <laughs> uh, so number three is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and. Uh, great game and i'm just gonna hold it because i'm sure there's gonna be more talk about this game so uh what's your number three or no number two dave my big number two your big number two well my big number two is wolfenstein 2 boom all right that was that was a game i've been looking forward to for a long time because i liked the first one right and when i got it it didn't disappoint and it also unlike south park I felt it was as good as the first one. The 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 story ebbed and flowed a bit more than the first one. It wasn't quite as tight, I didn't think. But other than that, the gameplay mechanics, the settings, and just the whole game was just solid and everything I wanted it to be. It is an awesome game. It's it didn't make my top five. It's in my top ten. It's number eight on my top ten. So yeah, I the, my only concern with that game is when Wolfen. You know, how many more times can, 
Yeah, how can they top that for Wolfenstein Three? <laughs> yeah, who <laughs> They'll knows? find a way. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. But and really, does every game need to be a trilogy? It doesn't. No, I but if it gets enough respect, I mean, it I deserves a third. I wish games would only do two. I think that Uncharted did four. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> well, technically, didn't do five because of Lost Legacy, but yeah, it's a spinoff. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. This generation, how top tier everything's getting, they can just, I don't know, just two seems fine because a lot of times I just don't feel like playing the third one. I'm just kind of like, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I feel enough. like the first Wolfenstein kind of came out of nowhere because everyone was like, oh, it's just Wolfenstein. True. I think. Yeah. I think and, you know, it's a game everyone was familiar with. They'd had reboots before this that had been okay, but. I actually think the game's about the same as the first one, except I think the story's a lot better. That's my take on it. Because I feel like there's a lot of hype for this second one coming out because of everything that's going on yeah. in society. And obviously Bethesda played into that. Their marketing team played into that. But I, I, I feel like I liked and got to know BJ a lot better in yeah, this game I, I, I than the first one. And I, I feel like for once it didn't disappoint right the marketing and all the rest of it i was ready to be kind of a little disappointed just because they made such a big deal out of it of being like a game that's in touch with the times and all the rest of it and that's always kind of a bit of a red red warning signal some and so when it was actually good i, uh, I was very happy i mean i almost sat down and played it straight I still haven't gone back though and done Straight the. Uh, yeah, no, I did a little bit. I've done a little bit of that, but I've been playing so many games that you know. Uh, I've got the opposite problem. <laughs> so few games I've been playing that it's like yeah. All right, Aaron, number two. All right, now this one was really, really, really hard to put on my list, but God, it was just so awesome. It was so also. Why was it hard to put on your list if it was so awesome? Well, it was just like those other couple other games they played because technically it's not from this year. It was oh, la- here it goes last quarter. <laughs> it was Last Guardian for PS. Last Guardian one that came out December. I didn't. I wanted to put it on there, but I also was debating whether to put that or move some stuff around because I did play a couple other games this, from this year. But this one, wow! Just the graphics were awesome. The story was awesome. It's some. Like direction was kind of hard, but it was just. Did you cry? I did. Oh, I cried. <laughs> it was a good thing no one was around because it was kind of like one of those ugly cries. <laughs> but it was so good. Like the controls were a little hard to handle, but it, yeah, you'll you'll enjoy it. Anybody who plays it will enjoy it. I get that's and it was something I never played before. It, it kind of snuck up on me. I'm like, I heard about it, but I never got a chance to play it. So then I saw it at the game, uh, GameStop when I got it. I'm like, ooh, what's that? So I picked it up. Couldn't put it down. Sweet. Awesome. I, I look cry. forward to it. I had an ugly cry. That's what I'm going to say. I feel bad that I never played it you know, when it came out. Because yeah. I was a pretty... I'm not a huge fan of those games but of Eco and Shadow, but I enjoy them. So. Yeah, I was always surprised that that one passed you by. But All right, Jared, number two. I'm moving over to the Switch. Uh-oh. He switched on us. Oh, wait. Did, oh, interesting. It's number two. Okay. Super Mario Odyssey. Super Mario. Mario. Yeah. Mario. But, uh, Is it like a Mario game? Is it like a Mario game? Tell us why it's, like a, why it's number two. It's something I haven't played in a long time. That makes sense. Because, you know, I, I had an N64. I had a Wii. And I got to play Mario 64, Mario Galaxy 1. And since then, I haven't really gotten to play anything like that because nobody makes a 3D platformer like Nintendo. And I'll give you that. Yeah, I've never played anything like Mario 64. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I just dumped so many hours in that game and didn't even notice time pass by because each level is so loaded with things. While not varied, it's, you know, the coins of the level and the the uh, moons, which is my only complaint that there isn't more than just those two things to collect unless you consider outfits, which I've never really been much into collecting outfits in games. Do you have a favorite outfit, though? No. No? <laughs> no. I, no. I usually stick to the just a Standard. simple Mario outfit. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. 
That's, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm not b- a big one for yeah. customizing characters that much. Oh yeah, I, I usually just stick with one outfit. So maybe Mass, Mass Effect or, or a game like that will customize, but if it's a game where I'm playing, like, I, I wouldn't want Mario to be anything other than Mario. Yeah, but I like a lot of past Mario games, you know, you collect all the coins in a level or you collect all the red coins and then, like, after you collect everything and then there's this super challenging mode that comes out. You have to collect all the whatever coins, purple, I think it was, in Mario uh, Galaxy. And it's like some of the hardest stuff that you do, and every single level has it. This one, you know, it has like hundreds of moons on every level, and it's always a moon or three moons if it's like a boss. So that gets a little repetitive. Boss moon. Yeah, even then there's not many bosses. So, but whatever. The, The game looks wonderful, feels good to play. It's just t- super tight. It's really good. So before I go any f- you go any further, Jared, so was your also your criteria also games you beat? Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you want to say about Mario? No. Mm, no. It's Mario. It's Mario. Yeah. Mario. If you've played Mario, you know what to expect, and uh, this is the best you can expect. Yeah. It's just Ma- it Mario turned to 11. Is yeah, it the best Mario? I think so, yeah. Because this Mario collected everything they learned from every Mario and put it in the game. But it still has that classic Mario feel, so it's like... Yeah, yeah. because, well, yeah, I mean, you go in a pipe and bam, it's in 2D. So you're playing an old school Mario, you know, has so many of those that it feels fresh every time because they switch it up. Hmm. It's like to climb a wall, you go in the pipe and do 2D platforming to get up the wall, you know, it's a lot of really cool things like that. Nice. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, my number two and the other hard decision that I had with placing Horizon at number three was my Assassin's Creed Origins. These two games were battling it out in my head. Like, they've been battling it out in my head for a long time. Like, which one? I was I platinumed both of them, spent a lot of time in both of them. Um, More time in Assassin's Creed. Took me almost 80 hours. But, uh, I think ultimately, I think I had more fun with Assassin's Creed, and I also think that the game is the other game, the second game that just totally took me by surprise because I was not yeah I know expecting you to said love. you weren't jazzed. Assassin's Creed's always been kind of a love hate relationship, and then this game is like, if you're an RPG fan, I mean th- you got to play it. It's not you got to throw everything you know about Assassin's Creed out the window because it just uh, doesn't. It, it it's actually a game that like a- in my opinion compares really well to Zelda <coughs> Breath of the Wild um, because you can climb anything in Assassin's in this Assassin's Creed. You don't have to like look for the certain things to climb. You can climb anything. Yeah, you're not looking for the glowy ledges. Um, it's just the other thing I really love about it is uh, in such a huge game, I can sit on a perch and look out over this large map of Egypt and know where I am. The way they the sight lines and what they did with the game uh, so like if the pyramids, this, uh, you know, are over there. I know where I am over here. I know where the. It's just really, and then it just looks beautiful. Um, so it's just a. Uh, it's such, and I don't think Ubisoft really got the respect they deserve for making this game. So I don't know. It just maybe I'm being kind of just trying to be different and chose it over Horizon for that. But I do feel like I enjoyed the game. The, it's hard to say, but. You see, I think this is another game I'll be playing in 2017. It's just something. I, here, here it is. It's like with, with Horizon. Yeah. I felt like you're kind of done with the game. And Assassin's Creed, I could go back to it now and still do stuff. I feel like, like I, I don't know. I just feel like there's more to do and investigate. And even though I've finished it, I feel like it's still. It's a very. I feel like it's more lived in with all the people. There's more people and it's more bustling. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but. Uh, it's just something that uh, I've just deserved more recognition than it's been getting this year. So, so you, would you recommend that game as the one that should pop my Assassin's Creed cherry? Yeah, and I because uh, it's so different, I would never go play. It's the best one. It's the best Assassin's Creed ever, and uh, n- don't go back to the other ones because you'll be like, "What is this?" Yeah. So if I'm going to play the other ones, I should play those first. First, and <laughs> but then you'll be like, Ugh. I don't think you'd enjoy them. I mean, it's hard to enjoy those because they have such game-breaking mechanics sometimes that it's hard to recommend them. Anyway, 
So uh, number one. Well, I'm, I'm guessing that all of you guys <laughs> say number one. <laughs> yeah. Spe- yeah. Speaking of glowy bits, my number one is Horizon. And um, I'll go on, let uh, Aaron say what his number one is. Well, you kind of said it for me. It was definitely Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jared? I think if I didn't play the DLC, Mario might have been the first, but Uh-oh. yeah, it's Horizon. Oh, oh my. I thought he was going to throw a wild card in and say yeah. Zelda. Well, he did, that's why I asked him <laughs> if it only counted games that he beat, because obviously... Yeah. He didn't technically I, I beat, beat Zelda. Zelda. He hasn't yeah. beat Zelda. Yeah. Uh, my number one is Near Automata. Jared already brought it up. I will only say this. A game does not need to be perfect to be a masterpiece, and I think Nier is a masterpiece. The music, I think the gameplay is fucking awesome. Uh, I loved everything about that game, and I've been waiting for... It's fun. It sucks every time there's a slow p- a moment in the game, uh, in my gameplay. I always like, oh, I should just go back to near, but then I know, uh, but then something else comes up, and then I mm. play something else. So, I've been itching to get back into it to play through it again, but uh, only if only few games do I want to play through again from the beginning, and then very few games make it into my favorite games of all time. Yeah, so it's near. been a fantastic year for games yes it has and this time of year is terrible anyway because there's always lots of new games come out for christmas yeah so one of the reasons we ran through their horizon zero dawn talk is because collectively as a group uh we're crowning horizon zero dawn as the couch co-op game of the year and before we go on and talk about the game i just want to uh shout out all the other people that believe horizons uh we have uh bill bill brother shipley and his wife believe that horizon zero dawn is one of the greatest games uh tony death brad stevens ryan chase uh we have uh, uh, Trentina. Uh, you might know her, maybe not. But these are Facebook peeps that also suggested that Horizon Zero Dawn was also their favorite game of 2017. Um, where do you want to start with this? First of all, I think it's awesome. Guerrilla Games, first-person shooter guys. Yeah. I mean, let's to make this start game, with the fact. Yeah. It's a, a a totally new franchise, so it's not it's not like a lot of the games on it's our fresh. list. It's not a sequel to something that's gone before, and it's not by a studio that's known for doing open world games. So there's two there's two things that it, you know, it's quite a surprise. Then it is a beautiful game. It's it is. It, it runs flawlessly. Yep, in 4K and with HDR. I'm and not even sure. even not in 4K, it looks. Yeah, I. Oh yeah. Pretty awesome. Out of all the games I've played, I've never taken so many photos in the game. <laughs> and it, I, I thought uh, the the gameplay mechanic was simple enough to get to grips with, but there was so much there with the different techniques you could use for taking down the different creatures. And that's one thing. The combat mechanic is probably one of the best in a in a like a open world RPG yeah. game. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, yeah, I was initially put off by the bows and arrows because I'm not using and the kind of setting of it. But once I played it and got into the first bit, it was like, "This is good. It feels good. It's doesn't feel like crap." And it's yeah. it's one of those games that's actually worth trying all the different weapons because they're all very useful in very different ways. Yeah, there's there's more than one way to skin a big robot dinosaur. Well, exactly. I mean, yeah. you can like, oh, there's this group of monsters, and once I shoot the one, they're gonna come running after me. So if I do the the yeah. little tripwire thing here and here and here, and then shoot them, and they come towards me, they're gonna hit this, and so you get to really plan out. Yeah. I also like. Or I can just sneak past them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I also like the thing where like if you got the right um like God, I can't remember what it is, but like the dungeons where you can go in and like learn the plan now of all the other creatures i got the one with the sawtooth that was cauldron. like cauldrons yes yeah so that you could reprogram them so yeah. they're on your side i use that with the sawtooth to take out a lot of those little bad guys in fact they were even useful against the giant ones too like the thunder jaws and stuff like yeah. that but even above the uh game mechanics and that the story was really yeah. good i thought holy crap that was good i really enjoyed I really enjoyed the whole like story arc and learning a little bit more and it seemed like it was well paced and there were different you know there you assumed one thing during the first half and then you find out that it's actually something a little different and well one thing I don't think you guys did but anytime there was like a little log to read I read every single one that I got and it added no. so much to the past of the game 
it actually developed a lot more yeah. of the story arc and it was really awesome to read all that w- i think that's why the main reason one of the main reasons that game made it so high on my list is because of reading those logs and developing the world so thoroughly right for like a game for a first time game in this yeah. kind of type to be for the lore and the story to be so fleshed out uh, was super impressive. Yeah, I felt that that would make a really good novel or a movie. The s- the story of it was, it was tight and it was very imaginative. It was it wasn't it wasn't something that I'd seen before. Yeah. Like the idea of the computer virus and all the rest of it. That was pretty and cool. Th- and then just like knowing Guerrilla Games and their shooters, knowing that they were just these gray kind of brown gray shooter games, and then to come with the a game that's so vibrant and colorful, you know, just a total different palette, you know, really impressive. Like you can't, a lot of these, you know, these game studios, you can't really just like say that's the only type of game they make nowadays. Like they have so much, so many talented people. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of that. First time I played Tomb Raider, when you encounter the Tyrannosaurus Rex and you're just like, wow, this thing's so big. How am I ever going to defeat it? That was a long time ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago, but I got that feeling again. I think that was 1996 was when I first played Tomb Raider. Anyway, only 21 years ago. Uh, But yeah, it just had that epic feeling of scale and... um, And I think that, you know, while there was a little bit of a lead for a sequel, the story did end and wrap up, and it's very nice and refreshing for a game to actually do that, you know? Yeah, it... That was the other thing. The story had a good ending, and I liked what you found out about her. And she was a very good character. She was. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. We've talked. Yeah, I like, don't know. I don't know. If we really had a big talk about this game. I know we talked about it at different moments, but um, I may buy the uh, game of the year edition because my daughter's bugging me to play it. You she should. She really liked it. The so. DLC is worth every penny, and it's like another what, ten, fifteen hours of gameplay. I put a lot of time. Well, my total game time is about ninety hours. Right oh, now. geez, damn. Yeah, I platinum that game, and it was, yeah, and that was the other thing. Most of the side quests were actually pretty fun, and w- quite a lot of them were actually worthwhile and made the game yeah. more interesting. Like the per- with the perks you could get and being able to control the or take over the what did they call that? Hack the uh, dinosaurs was it? Yeah. yeah, I also think it's the kind of the best. Uh, iteration of towers in a game in a long time. Um, initially in the game, because I watched the documentary, they were going to actually be—you were going to be able to actually take those down, but they felt that that was a little too far. Yeah, I like the fact that they were so big that you couldn't take them down, and that it was easier just to climb to the top and hack right, them. Right. But I also li- I agree with you. It was there wasn't twenty of them. Right. There were like what five, I think, <laughs> yeah. or something like that. And just the cool use of it, you know. But uh, you know. It, it it's 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 like the game itself isn't something new, obviously, mm-hmm. but they just did everything really well. So and I like the fact you could explore the whole map at the very start if you oh, really right. wanted to, but you know, obviously, you weren't skilled enough to take on half the enemies you might no. encounter. Not even. Well, you guys have anything else you want to say? Just play the game. If yeah. you haven't play, played it, play it. I feel like everyone who has a PS4 has probably played it. But yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, if, if you don't think you'll be good at it, just put it on baby mode, and it, it's so much easier to play. I, I did that uh, after I collected everything just to go collect. So I can't I can't whatever. comment on it on this because uh, Titan, Titanfall 2 is the, one of the other games I really enjoyed this year. But what are your honorable mentions? Oh. Uh, or did I? No, no, that's that's good segue because we I was going we to do that too. Uh so I had mentioned that I was going to do a comic book double feature for my number five. Uh, Injustice 2 is yeah, you talked highly about the greatest good. fighting game I think ever made <laughs> at this point. Uh, we'll find out in a week or two when it's <laughs> yours. But uh, yeah. it just does some really cool stuff. And the loop, it has loot boxes, but not in the way it just you fight and you get new loot boxes and you unlock them. And you get, you get new gear for your character. So And then your gear adds special powers to you and stuff. So And it's not you don't use that for like competitive online play but you can use it for just other story mode stuff and it's pretty cool um i just like the variety and it's just fun i just it's just well done it is like they kind of modified that whole mortal combat tower thing uh so in injustice it's worlds so you go to these worlds and they add all these kind of crazy kind of comic book themed 
if you know comics to these worlds and uh, like Bizarro World, and then you're fighting upside down. So it's like it's crazy. There's all kinds of crazy <laughs> that stuff. Sounds that sounds pretty crazy. crazy. There'll, cool. there'll be stuff where, like you, while you're fighting, there's just stuff being th- like missiles being shot at, so both players can get hit by missile. It's just there's a whole bunch of random stuff. Super inventive. I keep going. You know, you just once you play through the story, which is awesome, and some of those animations look like they're real people. It's crazy, but yeah. there's just so much more gameplay after that kind of nine hour, I don't know, eight hour, you know, however long that take. I don't know how long the campaign took, but um, just super awesome. I, uh, you know, fighting games don't get mentioned in game of the year lists very often, but I think Injustice it deserves it. It's such it's such a solid game. But yeah, that's one honorable mention. Does it do something new for fighting games? Pretty much. I think or it does. Ta- it the takes them in a new direction. I think yeah. with the gear thing and the level of replayability, like. Uh, it's just pretty impressive. Like I have, I you know, I mean, Mortal Kombat's a pretty solid game, and it's you know it's fun. But yeah. this is like another level, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I almost bought that one myself instead of Last Guardian, but Last Guardian. There you go. So I don't know. So someone else throw one out. Uh, Aaron, you I got an honorable mention. I do have. Uh, well, I put on Prey for as honorable mention. I that was one of the other ones I was going to put on my top five, but I didn't beat it. I've had a good couple hours into it. It's it's very rem- remnant of um, Dead Space in a sense, but it's not as scary as I can go through there and be like, oh, there you are. Yep, there you are. There you are. Not like Dead Space where you don't know when they're coming. I have one thing to say about that game. What? Dibs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have one You've thing. got about four months before that comes your way yeah. <laughs> if he's still playing. I have one it. thing to say about that game. I don't, I'm not going to play it. There's a lot of creepy uh, crawly spider things in there. That's like the Well, that didn't bother me. I, really? I played the hour-long demo thing they had. I just didn't like the game. Oh, I just don't okay. like it. Okay. I thought you were like... I watched, I watched the speed run. You can beat it in seven minutes. So uh. No. <laughs> I'm other, other podcasts have been talking about my recommendation is Gorogoa. Yeah, I heard, I have no idea what that is, but yes, it's I like a it's a puzzle game with four tiles, and you slide the tiles around to complete your goal, and it's really well drawn and animated, so it all connects together as a big story. You know, this guy's trying to collect all these different colored elements. Is that on everything? Uh, I think it's just on Switch, is what I bought it on, and mobile. Oh, okay, I believe you can buy it for like five bucks. Oh, okay, so get hmm. it for your iPad, Dave. It's worth it. Um, if I have some, I have some uh, end of 2017 uh, questions I was going to ask, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you guys regret not playing this year? Uh, from the list, uh, near, um, I'm trying to think, you, you were mentioning something, it'll come to me in a minute. Aaron? <laughs> well, near, yes, because I didn't, I want to play it so bad, but it's kind of just, snuck right past me it was ridiculous and battlefront 2 that's another one i it just barely yeah, came i'll out, give you that battlefront 2 is something i'm interested in it's playing. a sneaker another one that's kind of went right by me resident evil 7 oh yeah yeah, yeah i kind of like, want to mm, try that with the vr <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's on one of that's probably on my second <laughs> tier of games i would like yeah, to play i will buy that game this year so uh my uh i kind of uh I would have liked to get, try and get in on some PUBG. I would. Uh, I, I mean, I seen that yeah, action. That's to, so cool. Just to kind of see what the hype's about, but I don't know if I'll actually do it. So who knows? Yeah, I I would. I kind of want to play that game too, but um, I've, I've watched a lot of it, but I don't know if I will. I'm not like. Com- I'm not convinced enough to get into PC gaming to do it. So. Well, you just got an Xbox One, Dave. I know. I saw <laughs> it the other day. I was like, well, well, you know. Okay. My my next question is. Uh, what was your biggest surprise this year? Mm. I have to say the number one game, Horizon. I w- honestly wasn't expecting... I, I, a, I wasn't expecting to like it because it didn't look like my kind of game, but it was... It was the story... The, the mechanics were solid, and then the story was absolutely fantastic. I was expecting kind of some more generic sci-fi story, to be quite honest. Yeah, and what I got was a really, really well written story. How about you, Aaron? What was your biggest surprise of the year? Well, it's it's gotta be Last Guardian because I didn't. I've heard a lot about it, but it, it didn't really get my interest because it's a puzzle adventure game. I veered away from those as far away as physically possible. But then it, it was my number two this year, so I was just like, oh, oh my god, this this is awesome. And of course, 
it just made me have the feels. And Jared, what was your biggest surprise? Oh, Jared went to the bathroom. My biggest surprise was Zelda. <laughs> uh, no, my big, I, it was. I, I kind of said it. Oh, my Odyssey. Uh, biggest, my biggest surprise was uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, I already said that. Um, uh, big- Actually, yeah, that was the one that. Oh, it's on the, my, that I would have uh, liked to play. That played, yeah. Uh, biggest disappointment. Do you have a biggest bis- disappointment? I gotta say Andromeda. God damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna say that too. That's mine. Like it. Yeah, I, I was expecting more. I was expecting it to be uh, epic, but then I played it. I mean, the story was good, but it was just <sighs> probably Jared's too. I mean, we're all pretty big. I would effect. have to. I would yeah. have to say, like, I don't think there was a disappointment. South Park maybe came the closest, and even that was good. It wasn't a disappointment as such. It was just. Uh, uh, I was hoping for more. Biggest disappointment, Jared. We're kind of Aaron and I are on the Mass Effect train. Yeah, definitely on that one. Yeah, that is definitely mine. Um, I'm glad they didn't release DLC because that would have just hurt EA more. I don't see the series coming back for a long time, but uh, I'm okay with that because I enjoyed the original trilogy and Andromeda enough to call it good on Mass Mass Effect. And then one one of the other questions you missed just prior was uh what was your biggest surprise of the year oh geez i think mario actually has to be it <laughs> aaron guessed that <laughs> i kind of guessed that one actually well yeah i mean the, the I had Zelda. Uh, well let me let me just change that to the switch <laughs> oh the switch that's good oh, that's a good one because yeah. that's a good yeah, yeah the switch really one. has blown everybody's minds because of how utilitarian it is i guess it's so useful are you, are you using it out on your roof for barbecues and stuff mm-hmm. what are you, when you are you using it out at the basketball hoops yeah when you go play hoops oh guys. <laughs> yeah the commercials are so stupid oh my god yeah they they missed that one but i mean it, either way those commercials got me hyped because when you, you could. when in reality you sat on the toilet taking a dump <laughs> i, I have, have not played it on the toilet because i don't spend much time in the toilet yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can sit back on my bed and hang out, you know, and just play it whenever. If my daughter's playing a, or watching a show on TV, I can play it uh, just whenever. I, I don't even bring it to work because I, I don't have time anyways. But uh, the games that have been coming out for it from Nintendo are so top tier. And all the indies, I've been interested in buying them for PS4, but... I just have other games on PS4 that I work on. It's like a different tool in my shed. Yeah. So it's nice that I can buy these smaller things like Goro Goa and play that. Uh, Blaster Master Zero. You know, that game was awesome. Came out this year. There's a lot of really cool things that I've been playing that I can't get the time to play them anywhere else because I have to claim the TV and I can just sit there on my couch when my family's there and play it. So yeah, those seem like nice. ideal games yeah. for that because mobile gaming is always good with games where you can drop in and out. And yeah. just some nice. some websites minutes. talk about why you would buy something, and like the best companion for a PC gamer is this, and a best companion for a PS4 gamer is this. For me, th- that fits into every category. Right. It just fits into my life really well. Cool. Uh, that this kind of leads in the switch being uh, really popular this year uh, leads into my next question. Uh, what do you think was the biggest kind of news story this year? Uh. I'll lead off and just say that the loot box thing was pretty big this year. Um, obviously, it destroyed Battlefront Two. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, you have any other ones? I would say the biggest non-news story this year, which I expected it to be big and it wasn't, was the Xbox X. Oh yeah, the it's, one. It's it kind of like it kind of came out. And there were a few stories for a couple of days after it came out, and then I haven't seen much. They were <laughs> much they, of they anything. Hi- they hyped the pre-order sales were really high, but then they haven't released numbers on that thing. So I mean, I'll yeah. I'll double back on that one as my disappointment was that there's still no games on Xbox. Yeah, they need. That's what they need. I mean, they tried with PUBG, but like, I mean, yeah. and it's selling well. But uh, if I had an Xbox, I would pick that up. But but then you know that's that. I mean, it runs on the Xbox One X, but you can play that on the S, and you know, as well. So, I mean, it's not like there's nothing that sh- showcases what the X can do. And yeah, it's kind of it's kind of in a similar situation to the Pro, where it's like, except it's trying to be a more of a separate entity. 
It is. It's. I mean, the PS4 Pro is just kind of a. Yeah. yeah just a but thing. I, I can't wait 5. to see what it can do. But do you think we'll ever really see? <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. Microsoft nope. will support that hardcore this year. I, mean, I don't think they will. They don't have the studios to. Well, pump that's, that's games. one of the news is they're going out and they're shopping for studios hardcore right now. True, but I mean, you think a about how long late. it takes to make a good game. It's like you're not going to see anything for a year, two years, yeah. three years, four years. I mean. I mean, still, even even still, Crackdown has not come out yet. So uh, that game was almost a launch title for the stupid console. I mean, they announced. Yeah, yeah it was supposed to be. Oh, <laughs> that, uh, I know. I, anyway, whatever. But yeah, it's it's kind of sad what's going on with that. Yeah, I know. I kind of want. I want to see the Xbox succeed because you know it's always good to have more choices. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, you have any news stories you thought were like really impressive? I'm gonna say the fact the VR unit sold a million. Units, I believe, is what you said two, earlier. Two million. Two million. Yeah. PSVR. And that, yeah. I was gonna. F- that blew my mind a little bit. Follow on from that, I was gonna say what is surprising as well is the uh, continued support from Sony and various other developers. The amount of software that's constantly trickling out for VR is is really impressive. Yeah, when you just go to the PSN store page and click on the VR, there's a lot of titles. <laughs> and there's a lot of free titles. Oh yeah, there's just a bunch of yeah, stuff. But they're moving beyond the. Um, the tech phase, demos yeah. and the little games and things are starting to actually come together. Um, yeah. Uh, so my only my last question is, what what do you think 2017 taught you as a gamer? What do you think you learned about yourself as a gamer? And this is kind of a weird introspective question, but I'm not sure if I'm growing out of games a little. Just the amount I've played this year, whether I've it's just been a busy year or whether I'm just getting lazy or what's going on. But I just haven't played as many games as I used to. Cool. Aaron? I got to say is the fact that I have been trying more different games, like stepping out of my comfort zone of first-person shooters and the turn-based RPGs to like go into like puzzle, puzzle adventure games and tower defense, stuff I've never done before till this year really i pretty much stayed in the happy rpg shooter zone for a very long time but now i'm starting to realize there's a lot better games out there like for tower defense or puzzles and stuff like that i just never thought i'd get in those even the simple games where you're just like running around not running around but like telltale games i didn't think i'd like those at all because i thought those were stupid but then i started playing walking dead um, Borderlands, those Telltale ones, they had, can actually have something to offer. That's kind of nice. Just zone out and just watch them play for you. It's kind of nice. Jared, well, as a family gamer, as the only gamer in the family, let me rephrase that. Uh, it's been hard for me to learn that I can't play all the games. And when I do find a game that I can play that I need to put it on like an easier difficulty so I can just bust through it and I don't have to collect everything, that's that's been the hardest part for me to learn as an adult is I cannot go look to the left a little too far to find some other path to go down. <laughs> I think maybe I'm just a few steps beyond along from where you are now and that's why maybe I feel like I'm not interested at all. On, I'm still interested in games, and I still enjoy playing them, but I just don't feel like I have the time to to fully explore some of these worlds. So I feel like I'm a lot more choosy about what I play. Yeah, I understand that. I haven't yeah. made it to that point because I, I still really enjoy games, and I try a lot of different types of varying lengths and difficulties because I still play really, really difficult, challenging games, but I also find those ones in the middle where you can select what kind of challenge you want and what you can kind of pick what you want out of the game based on the types of quests you go on and what kind of things you want to fetch and that kind of stuff. So I've been slowly learning. Like Legend of Zelda, you know, I've been playing the hell out of that, and I've been trying to keep it more directed of where I'm going and trying to narrow it down. Like, oh, a lot of the podcasters are talking about, like, hey, what's on top of that hill, you know, climbing every single hill they find. I'm not doing that. I'm just kind of trying to stay focused. So actually can, beat the game you know i'm working on my path to get the master sword right now so that's what i'm what my directive is is to get enough of the shrines to get enough hearts to get the master sword so right. that's what i'm working on because i have two of the main dungeons you know right. i'm waiting to get the master sword i think i think mine is a combination of that and what aaron is saying it's i've 
learned that there are a lot of games out there that I initially wouldn't like. I, th- I would think I would judge it just like that's not a game for me, yeah. but you know I actually do like it. But at the same time, I've had to come to terms with the fact that like, you know, if I'm playing a game and I'm start playing it and I don't like it, I just don't. Unless it's going to be like an easy platinum, like I can get through it in no time. If it's something that's going to take eat up a lot of my time and I'm not really enjoying it, I just let it go. Just let it go. You see, yeah. I I have a really hard time doing that. Like oh, Zelda, oh, like oh. Zelda, I like. I don't hate it. But I just feel like, man, I don't. I could be doing this in some other game. I would have more fun in doing it. I guess. Yeah. Like yeah. In Assassin's Creed, I was having a lot more fun with basically the same type of game. But and man, that's just this type of style of gamer I am. But um, yeah, it's just variety. You know, with my battle chasers and Hob trying those new type of games that I don't usually play was a uh, nice. And then just you know, like we download like oddly those free games we got this month. Uh, uh, Deus Ex and and uh, Batman. Uh, Deus Ex, I started to play, and it's like, man, I don't want to play this, and so I just deleted it. It's like I played, I played it like the first mission through, and I was like, this is sucks. It's I don't a lot easier to do that as well when you haven't paid for it. Right, yeah. this is true. Yeah. This is true. Yeah, no this is true. This is true. Um, but like, like I bought Absolver. I enjoy it. It's fun, but it's going to be a lot of grinding. So I was like, man, I I got it on sale, but. I don't know if I'll ever, I don't know. I played a few hours of it, but I don't know. It's like, I really wanted to try it because I wanted to try a different variety. It's like an MMO uh, online game, but it's a fighter game. I wanted to try it, but you know, I just, I just got to be like, uh, I'm not going to waste any more time doing this. So that's, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Like you spend money on something and you want to like, yeah. you know, I would, you know, there's a lot of that stuff. I find that's why I gravitate more now to the first person shooters is because usually the, the answers open world and they're very directed. So you're not, you know, it's very clear what you've got to do right. in some respects. I, I don't think Dave will be buying Borderlands 3 with us when it comes out, if it does. Oh, no. I might actually get in on that because I missed the Borderlands <laughs> 1 and Borderlands 2 because I didn't have a PlayStation 3. Well, we can all play together online and yeah. that yeah. would kind of be more little Destiny-ish thing yeah. going on. Um, it's pretty open. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's our... 2017 episode uh so our next episode is going to be our 2018 episode so it'll be like what we're looking I'll, I'm, we're just going to run through all the games looking forward into Ooh. 2018 you mean i have to do some research no no no, no, no. you don't have to do, do the research. i will have all the list and i'll have some questions so we'll talk about our whatever you know it'll just be you know what yeah. we're looking forward to and awesome questions and blah 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 basically this but in reverse and uh <laughs> and uh but yeah uh I think that's awesome. I think Horizon Zero Dawn is very uh, worthy of a game of the year from Couch Co-op. And, uh, Honorable mentions for Assassin's Creed yeah. and there. And, uh, well, all the other games and you guys. And all the other games, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to reach us on Twitter or Facebook, you can reach us at Couch Coop Shows. That's Couch Co-op Shows without the hyphen. It's Couch Coop Shows. Um, and... Uh, for uh, myself and Dave. Yep. And Aaron. Hey. And Jared. Yeah. Be excellent yeah. to each other. And here's to a good 2018. Get Let's go there. 2018. Get out there and play some games. Couch Co-op.